Welcome to Audio of the Divine Principle, a daily reading of the Divine Principle, which is the core text of the Unificationist community. Section 4. The World Wars. Section 4.1. The Providential Causes of the World Wars. Wars break out due to such factors as conflict of political and economic interests and clashes of ideology. Yet there are merely external causes. There are also internal causes of wars, just as there are internal and external motives for every human action. Human actions are decided by the free will of the individual, who is trying to both respond externally to the situation with which he is confronted and to follow his internal tendency towards the will of God and the advancement of his providence of restoration. Therefore, the good or evil of a human action should not be judged only by external motives. The same can be said of the world wars, which have resulted from the worldwide collision between the actions of numerous individuals arising from their free will. Accordingly, we cannot grasp the providential significance of the world wars by focusing on only conflicts of political and economic interests, ideological clashes, and other such external causes. What are the internal providential causes of the world wars? First, the world wars have resulted from Satan's last desperate struggle to preserve his sovereignty. Since the fall of the first human ancestors, Satan has been building defective, unprincipled imitations of God's ideal world. Aiming to restore the ideal world of his principle, God has been in pursuit, gradually expanding his dominion by reclaiming it from the unprincipled world under Satan's bondage. Accordingly, in the course of the providence of restoration, a false representation of the ideal appears before the emergence of its true manifestation. The biblical prophecy that the Antichrist will appear before the return of Christ is an illustration of this truth. Human history under Satan's evil sovereignty will end with the second advent of Christ. Then it will be transformed into the history of humanity abiding in the realm of God's good sovereignty. At that time, Satan will put up a latch-dish fight. When the Israelites were about to leave Egypt in the national course to restore Canaan, Satan works through the Pharaoh to wage a bitter struggle to keep them in bondage. By virtue of this, God's side was entitled to strike him with three supernatural signs. Similarly, in the last days, Satan has been putting up his last struggle to undermine God's side as it has prepared itself to embark upon the worldwide course to restore Canaan. God's three counterattacks to Satan's aggressions have manifested themselves as the three world wars. Second, the three world wars have occurred in order to fulfill the worldwide indemnity conditions to restore the three great blessings. Upon creating human beings, God gave them three blessings, to reach individual perfection, multiply as an ideal family, and have dominion over the creation. By fulfilling these blessings, our first ancestors were to build the kingdom of heaven on earth. Since God himself created human beings and blessed them, he did not annul these blessings just because they fell. God had to allow fallen people to build an unprincipled world that has imitated the three blessings, though defectively under Satan's leadership. Accordingly, at the consummation of human history, unprincipled worlds have emerged which have realized defectively the outward form of the three blessings, an individual championing Satan's causes, multiplication of satanic children, and the conquest of the world under Satan's dominion. To fulfill the worldwide indemnity conditions to restore God's three great blessings, three world conflicts must break out by which God can prevail over these satanic worlds through the three stages of formation, growth, and completion. 
Third, the three world wars have occurred so that all humanity may overcome on the world level the three temptations by which Satan tempted Jesus. As Jesus' disciples, Christians are to follow the course of their teacher and overcome the three temptations by which he confronted in the wilderness as individuals, families, nations, and at the world level. Fourth, the world wars have taken place to fulfill the worldwide indemnity condition to restore God's sovereignty. Had the first human beings not fallen but reached perfection by passing through the three stages of the growing period, they would have realized the world under God's sovereignty. Similarly, the worldwide restoration must pass through three stages. The restoration of this world requires that it first be divided into Cain-type and Abel-type worlds, and that there be three final wars in which the heavenly, Abel-type world prevails over the satanic, Cain-type world. This is a condition to restore through the worldwide indemnity Cain's murder of Abel. After that, the world of God's sovereignty can be established. Accordingly, the world wars are the final global conflicts in human history. Restoring horizontally through indemnity, the purpose of all the wars that have been waged for the restoration of God's sovereignty in the vertical course of the providence. Section 4.2 The First World War Section 4.2.1 Summary of the Providence in the First World War Absolute monarchy had come to an end as a consequence of the Cain-type and Abel-type democratic revolutions, which had arisen out of the Cain-type and Abel-type views of life. The Industrial Revolution which followed cleared away the remnants of feudalism and led to the ascendancy of capitalism. This was followed by the age of imperialism. In the political sphere, the First World War was a conflict between Abel-type democracies, which pursued the goal of the providence of restoration, and the authoritarian states where Cain-type democratic ideals were thriving and stood in opposition to the goals of the providence of restoration. It was fought between the imperialist nations on God's side and the imperialist nations on Satan's side. In terms of economic interests, this war was a conflict between more established and newly industrializing capitalist nations over colonies. In the sphere of religion and ideology, the Cain-type nations included Turkey, a Muslim nation persecuting Christianity, and its allies, Germany and Austria-Hungary. They fought the Abel-type nations of Great Britain, the United States, France, and Russia, which generally upheld Christianity. At the conclusion of the First World War, the Abel-type democracies had gained victory at the formation stage. Section 4.2.2 What Decides God's Side and Satan's Side? The question of which nations are on God's side and which are on Satan's side is decided based on the direction of God's providence of restoration. Those who are in line with the direction of God's providence of restoration or are acting in concert with that direction, even indirectly, are on the side of God, while those who are taking an opposing position are on the side of Satan. Therefore, whether or not an individual or a nation belongs to God's side or Satan's side is not always in agreement with the judgment of our common sense or conscience. For example, someone who is ignorant of God's providence may judge that Moses' killing of the Egyptian taskmaster was evil. Yet, it may be regarded as a good act because it was in line with God's providence. Likewise, the Israelites invaded the land of Canaan and killed many Canaanites, seemingly without much justification. To someone ignorant of God's providence, their action might seem evil and cruel. Nevertheless, it was just in the sight of God. 
even if there were more good-hearted people among the Canaanites than among the Israelites, at that time the Canaanites collectively belonged to Satan's side, while the Israelites collectively belonged to God's side. Let us further investigate this concept in the sphere of religion. Since the goal of every religion is goodness, every one of them belongs to God's side. However, when a religion obstructs the path of another religion, which stands closer to the center of God's providence, it will find itself standing on Satan's side. A religion is given a mission for its age, but if, after the time of responsibility has passed, it becomes an obstacle to an emerging religion, which comes with a new mission for the next age, then it stands on the side of Satan. Before the coming of Jesus, Judaism and its believers stood on God's side. However, when they persecuted Jesus, who came with a new mission, which among other things would have fulfilled the purpose of Judaism, they moved to the side of Satan, irrespectively of how faithfully they had served God in the past. In the modern world, systems which espouse the Abel-type view of life belong to God's side, while those which espouse the Cain-type view of life stand on Satan's side. For example, no matter how ethical or sacrificial a materialistic thought rooted in the Cain-type view of life may appear from a humanistic perspective, it still belongs to Satan's side. For this reason, the communist world can be judged to be the satanic world. On the other hand, since the democratic world, which grants religious freedom, is based on the Abel-type view of life, it may be judged to be on God's side. Christianity was established as the central religion with the ultimate mission to fulfill the goals of all religions. Hence, any nation which persecutes Christianity or obstructs its progress, either directly or indirectly, stands on Satan's side. In the First World War, the Allied powers led by Great Britain, the United States, France, and Russia were Christian nations. Moreover, they had been fighting to liberate the Christians under persecution in Turkey. Thus, they stood on God's side. On the other hand, Germany and Austria-Hungary, the leading central powers, supported Turkey, a Muslim nation which persecuted Christianity. Therefore, together with Turkey, they stood on Satan's side. Section 4.2.3 The Providential Causes Behind the First World War What were the providential, internal causes of the First World War? The First World War had to take place first to fulfill the worldwide indemnity condition to restore God's three great blessings at the formation stage. Satan has been constructing in advance a defective imitation of God's ideal world, which was to have established by Adam. Hence, there should appear at the end of history an unprincipled world which had realized the distorted, outward form of the three blessings at the formation stage, led by an antitype of Adam on Satan's side. God's side should then prevail over this unprincipled world to fulfill the indemnity condition. In fact, Kaiser Wilhelm II of Germany, who launched the First World War, was this antitype of Adam on Satan's side. He was the formation stage likeness of one who had attained individual perfection. He displayed the form of having fulfilled the blessing of multiplying children by advocating pan-Germanism, and displayed a form of dominion over the creation by implementing his policy of world hegemony. In this manner, the Kaiser realized an unprincipled world completing a satanic imitation of the three great blessings at the formation stage. The First World War was to fulfill the worldwide formation stage indemnity condition to restore, in the future, the world where the three great blessings will actually be completed centering on God. Second, the First World War took place in order to have people on God's side collectively overcome Jesus' first temptation on the world level. In light of the meaning of Jesus' three temptations, 
we can recognize that God's side had to prevail in the First World War by fulfilling the indemnity condition to restore God's first blessing worldwide. By prevailing in his first temptation in the wilderness, Jesus recovered himself, symbolized by the rock, and laid the foundation to restore perfection of individual character. Likewise, by prevailing in the First World War, God's side not only was to defeat Satan's world and its center, it was also to build God's world and lay the foundation for its own center, Christ at the Second Coming. This was to be the basis upon which the returning Christ could be born and perfect his original character. Third, the First World War took place in order to lay the formation stage foundation for the restoration of God's sovereignty. Democracy arose to bring an end to authoritarian monarch regimes and as the final political system with the mission to restore God's sovereignty. In the First World War, God's side was responsible to be victorious and expand its political territory to Christianize the world. By thus establishing a vast and firm political and economic foundation, it would secure the formation stage foundation for the democratic world and, at the same time, the formation stage foundation to restore God's sovereignty. Section 4.2.4 The Providential Results of the First World War The victory of the Allied powers in the First World War fulfilled the formation stage indemnity condition to restore God's three great blessings worldwide. By overcoming Jesus' first temptation on the worldwide level, they fulfilled the indemnity condition to restore God's first blessing worldwide. The victory of democracy also established the formation stage foundation for the restoration of God's sovereignty. With the defeat of the satanic world and its ruler, the Kaiser, the world on God's side won the formation stage victory and laid the foundation for the birth of the returning Christ, who is destined to be the Lord of God's world. Contemporous with this, communism was established in Russia. Stalin soon rose to power as the antitype of Christ at the second advent on Satan's side. Since Christ comes with the ideals of the kingdom of heaven on earth, interdependence, mutual prosperity, and universally shared values, the satanic side tries to realize these ideals in advance by building an imitation of the kingdom of heaven on earth, led by the satanic counterpart to Christ at the second advent. In conclusion, with the victory of God's side in the first world war, the foundation was laid for the second advent of the Messiah. From that time, the formation stage of the dispensation of the second advent commenced. <laughs>